Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show tonight, our Thursday night Survivor show. If you guys have a question on Survivor, you guys can call in um, 347-237-5506. Let's have a great show, guys. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Survivor fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. Tonight is Thursday. February 4th, 2016. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I thank you for being here tonight for Mike on the Mic with our host, Mike Albright. He's met so many amazing Survivor alumni, and especially the ones um, that attend the charity events that he goes to. He goes to all kinds of events um, that are survivor-related. And the charity events are our topic tonight. Um, Mike has invited Bob Crowley, and you may recognize him as the winner of Survivor Gabon, but he's also the owner of Maine Forest Yurts, along with John Pateja, who helped create and host the Durham Warriors Survival Challenge. They'll be with us in our first segment, and we'll help. Uh, we'll explain what this event is, how it got started, how to participate in it, and how it supports our veterans. Then in our second segment, Kelly Shin, a.k.a. Purple Kelly, from Survivor Nicaragua, along with Leah Bundy, who is the Senior Manager of Corporate Development at Give Kids the World in Celebration, Florida, will be joining Mike to discuss this charity event, how you can attend, how many reality stars attend each year, and so on. I expect we might hear some incredible stories while these amazing people talk about the charities they're involved in. So prepare for a fabulous show tonight. As always, you're invited to call in and chat with any of the guests that Mike has on the show, um, 
just dial one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. All we ask is that once you're on our switchboard, please press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you're ready to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from our switchboard. Okay, now that I've got all that out of the way, uh, is everybody ready for a great show tonight? I know I am, so let's get our host up here on air with us and get this thing started. I know that uh, this is a show that Mike has been putting together for a little while now, and I think it's just going to be fabulous to hear about these events. So here we go. Superfan, Big Mike. Big Mike, you're up. Mike, thank you so much for being here tonight. How are you? It's been a while. It's been a while. I'm great. Glad to start our my fourth season on the network. Great season we'll be getting to. And I wanted to, there's some amazing events coming up this year, just like every year. And I wanted to get into the shows a little earlier because unlike some of the other shows, we pretty much do it during the season. So, Thought it'd be good two weeks two weeks before, uh, well, 13 days before the season comes out to do some highlights of some of the key events I help with because I know uh, I've never been out to the Reality Rally, but they've went on Michelle's show and wanted to talk to the you know two big events I support. And we're working on getting uh, the the person involved with uh, Reality for Diabetes, Tasha Wilkie, as well on a future show, just another great event I help with. But these are probably – you know, two two amazing events that uh, I've been involved with to give kids the world for five years. I think the event is uh, they've had seven events, and this will be the eighth so if I've got my dates right. And I've been involved with uh, Durham War Survival Challenge since the beginning. I had to take a year off for some work stuff, but an awesome, amazing event. So I thought, why don't we bring in some people involved with both of those and you know, talk about some ways people get, in, get, get involved in their show more, donate to charity, and meet some of these really cool people that are on their TVs. So that's kind of why I set it Absolutely. up. Absolutely. You know, there's there's nothing like these reality stars who give back after they come off of a reality show. I mm-hmm. adore them the most. Um, I think it's so cool what they're doing, and – it just warms my heart to see what they come off mm. of their shows and create. You know, yeah. You know, Jiggins created a wonderful event in Reality Rally, but then you see Bob Crowley and what he's created up there. It's amazing, and mm-hmm. you know, Give Kids a World is an incredible event as well. Um, I don't think it was created by a reality star, but. Reality stars that for sure. So yes, <laughs> yeah. so it's amazing. Um, and I just love that they give back. You know, it, it's so important. They were chosen. I mean, they they aren't actors. They didn't go to acting school. Um, they're just like you and I. And so I think it's important that once they come off of a show, to do something like this. And you know, they have a great platform. 
to, you know, yeah, give I mean, back. And the amazing thing is the variety of charities that we're not even talking about tonight that the cast have been involved in way back to, you know, right after Survivor even came on TV, these events have been going on. So, you know, sometimes some of the casts get a little, like, people are like, I don't see anymore. Like, well, some of these people did charity events for, you know, two, three, four years way back in the early 2000s. And it's 2016, so you can't, you know, you can't go to every charity event every year. So I really commend them. And my, my number of survivors met increased by three this past weekend. There was just an event. My buddies and I drove to New York City that Andrea Bolke and Meg Malley did. Um, so it just continues to happen. It's great. And it's a, a great collection of people that, that have done the shows and a bunch of fans, too. And we're a lot of us are all friends now. And you know, whatever the charity is, whoever's hosting it, wherever it is, there's a lot of people that want to come out and support it. So, you know, I'm, I can hardly wait to see what other new charity events come out besides the ones we're going to talk about tonight. So, right, I, the one up in Maine just sounds so incredible. Um, and then, of course, I've always wanted to go to Give Kids the World. Both of these sound like just so incredible. Um, Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited to hear you talk about them tonight. Um, hear the stories, and I'm gonna learn and a lot myself. So yeah. you're gonna learn a lot, and I don't want to steal any other thunder. But I think you're gonna hear the inception of one of the events I believe occurred at the other event. So I'll let hopefully if our first guests are on, we can get them in and they can kind of explain. The uh, the history of the Durham Warrior Survival Challenge. They are both on our switchboard. So let's. Uh, I think that they can uh, kind of both come in because it was just kind of a mutual thing that happened, and I, I would really like to hear their perspectives on that. So let's let's get them in. Sure. Okay, let's do this. We have first up, Mr. Bob Crowley. Thank you so much for calling in. You're on with Mike Albright. Hello. Thank you for having me. And we appreciate we it, Bob. John Fateha, thank you so much for being with us. Hi, Mike. Hi, Bob. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> Great to have you, John. Um, like Sherry was talking about, I think an interesting story, just I guess what's, if you guys could talk about, you know, the history and inception of this amazing event that I've been able to participate within, you know, two or three years it's occurred and we're working on, you know, year four. How did this how did this amazing thing happen? Well, as as many crazy survivor fans can attest to who go to charity events, we all meet each other and more often than not, we all have one thing in common and that's the fact that we love the show Survivor and many of us have been applying to get on the show going all the way back in time. And and that's mm-hmm. my story. I I've been applying since season 3. And mm-hmm. after a while, you kind of come to a peace with it. You know, you're you're going to keep putting your application in, but the odds of you ever making it on are pretty slim. And mm-hmm. as I looked around at my friends, I just was thinking, wouldn't it be cool if we could all get together like we do at these charity events and do some mini Survivor-like event? So mm-hmm. I had that idea kind of rolling around in my head for a while, uh, I even went so far as to start looking around online to try to find a plot of land that might be wow. big enough to host something like this. 
I live in the desert of Arizona, which isn't exactly uh, favorable territory to host Survivor. So yeah, um, I mean, like Africa, we don't we want to repeat a Survivor Africa for sure. So. <laughs> exactly. So um, in 2012, I was at the Give Kids the World event and uh, happened to sit down at a table near the pool with Bob, and we were just chatting about whatever. And uh, he just asked me, you know, what's what's going on in your world? And I don't know what prompted me, but I kind of just dumped this whole Survivor mini event idea out to Bob. And I would say, and he was saying, well, why? What's holding you back? And I said, I don't have any land. And mm-hmm. Bob got this smile on his face. He's only five <laughs> ten, and he says, Hey, I just retired from teaching, and I've got a hundred acres up in Maine. And oh, yeah. that poolside conversation in 2012 was the beginning of what became the Dora Warriors Challenge. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Bob shortly thereafter established the uh, Dora Warriors Project, which is the charity that's supported by the event. So not mm-hmm. only we, did we have an idea and a location, we also had a cause to support. And then uh, it started coming together once all that came online. John, John, uh, isn't it amazing how quickly we ran into so many great people um, to help us? John came up with the idea. I came up with the land. And then 50 or 100 people came out of the woodwork from all over and said, (laughs) "We'll, we'll give you a hand at that. And it is, it's an amazing event um, and put together, you know, with John's, you know, original idea and his, you know, and we virtually weekly plan the event uh, for a whole mm-hmm. year. Um, but it's, uh, you know, and Mike, you do a great job. I appreciate, you know, your, your interviews and you've done a great job helping us. And it's, mm-hmm. it's people like, like Mike and the other 99 or 59 people that all jump on board that make it an incredible, um, entertaining event. Um, and there are some really nice stories about the uh, Durham Warriors Project funds um, nonprofits and veterans to come stay at the campground uh, for free. And we've had some great stories um, about being able to provide a great getaway for kids from, you know, Three years old to adults, um, up, you know, Vietnam vets, and it's been it's been a real. I really, and can I take this time, John Vitea, to say thank you very much. Uh, I get all the credit, and you came up with the idea, and you're making me look really good. I appreciate <laughs> it. And Bob, are these are these veterans and families? Are they just staying in like tents, or where do they stay when they come to your property? No, we uh, I know where they said, but I'm sorry. <laughs> it's called glamping, glamorous camping. We uh, and Paige and Jake have just put up the third uh, yurt. It's a Mongolian tent, but uh, they are. Uh, it's called glamping because it's, a, it's like camping out in the woods, technically in a tent, but uh, there's a hardwood floor and composting mm-hmm. outhouse outside, and nothing like what I had to live in in Africa on Survivor. Um, and it's uh, but what it does more so than just providing a a very comfortable place out in the middle of the woods, it it gives people a chance to 
um, recharge your batteries and get out get out in the woods and be together with family and friends and really sort of um, mellow out, I would say. Yeah. Bob, many many casts come out, many of your alumni, they do charity events, and you've been active since, you know, winning and kicking butt in Gabon. But what makes you like to still come to events, and what made you say, wow, what's John, John, why do we want to, you know, do this? What about the charity stuff did you want to do and then, you know, bring all these 200-some people to your property and have them play Survivor? Well, I guess, why why did you do that? And it, I mean, I, it sounds awesome, but, you know, why? what's the why behind it? Well, I, um, I, after I won Survivor, well, before I won Survivor, I was just brought up in a family that my parents were both veterans from World War II and veterans mm-hmm. of the Depression, and they just felt that we are, I'm a, I am a very lucky person, and mm-hmm. we should give back to society. And that's why I started going to these fundraisers. Jillian's fundraiser in California does some wonderful mm-hmm. stuff for breast cancer. And then, yeah. you know, like the last place I want to go, no offense to Floridians that may be listening, but going to Florida <laughs> in July and August is not my cup of tea. But it's mm-hmm. just such a great fundraiser to help out uh, give kids the world that Peg and I started doing it. And we were, we're, and we're, next week we're going to Kansas to help with Danny Strong. Uh, and it's yeah. just, we just do it because we're lucky enough to be where we are and we're, we're giving back. But I was down in Florida in 2012, Sort of saying that, geez, Peg, we go all around the country helping people out. Let's do something in Maine. Not to be selfish, yep. but I just wanted to bring some of the, you know, the goodwill back to Maine. And I bumped into John Fatea, and um, he, Steve Pickett, actually introduced me. And mm-hmm. it's been it's been a um, friendship made in heaven. And it's I think between John's idea and all the volunteers, we're, we're able to, in ways that in my wildest dreams, I wouldn't, you know, believe would be able to do it. And we just have so much fun doing it. It's, you know, I oh, feel yeah. sort of guilty, you know, taking credit for giving back when we just, it's just one great big uh, four-day event that uh, is difficult. It's hard. We are tired afterwards, but we, it's just so much fun to see so many people enjoy um, working together. It's amazing. And the volunteers and the people you found with it are different skill sets. And I, I appreciate your shout out for the confessionals and some of the tribal council stuff, the, you know, more the production side, but you know, I'm not the best at a hammer nails or a paintbrush, but I will be out in March help trying to help out as much as I can, but it encouraged me to, you know, help get my fitness together. But it's a, uh, so some of the people we don't we give some shout outs. Uh, those challenges, uh, the cat, the former survivors that have been to the event have have given it amazing praise that it replicates the show and in some cases is even better than some of the stuff on the actual show. Do you want to speak upon uh, the challenge development team and how that comes together and how do we how do you guys figure out what to do? Uh, well, uh, we do. Um, as you know, we we get together with a group of us. At- Throw out some ideas, but Kevin Thurber of uh, oh, yeah. Maine is um, almost a little bit possessed with Survivor, and he <laughs> is an incredible carpenter and is um, can you say anal on the TV? He just went. Oh, he said all kinds of stuff on this show, so <laughs> you can say anal for sure. Yeah, um, 
and it, you know, Kevin will come up with an idea, call up John, and say, "What you know? What do you think of this?" And um, you know, we'll we'll tweak it into um, whatever's uh, you know whatever works. But um, mm-hmm. this Kevin Thorber has done, and may, along with Kevin will come up with an idea, design a puzzle, build a puzzle, or build a he he built a couple of challenges that Troyzen said were more um, survivalist than the ones that were on his show. Wow. And then there's the whole group of, you know, Kevin, he loves to build and he's very creative, but he'll be the first one to tell you he doesn't like to paint. And this is where the team, this is where the team comes in. And um, we've had wonderful painting party groups that have come on multiple occasions. Most of them locals that live near Bob who, come and basically give up a Saturday and spend six, eight hours painting, you know, just endless props. So not only mm-hmm. are they well-constructed and play like the real show, they also look damn good. And um, there's just so many folks that have been a part of that. And um, without them, you know, it would have run well, but it wouldn't have looked quite as sexy as it does. And could, could I give a shout-out to uh, Kathy Dubar, who... Uh, yes. design, designed our maze and spent over a month, uh, well, well over a month designing and putting together a maze. And we were trying to figure out exactly what to, um, how to construct it. And she ended up putting it using wire, which um, worked out very well. But then when I suggested we actually electrify it with a cattle. Uh, <laughs> electric cattle fence, she, this very kind and benevolent woman got an evil look on her face and a horrible <laughs> smile. And it just, it sort of, it made one of the mazes, one of the most amazing uh, challenges we've had. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, so there's just a bunch of, you know, 16 people from Maine playing this and like, that's, who, who, all, who all do you get to come out to this uh, event is it just locals, or who all's involved with the uh, the players there? That's, John, that's really why don't you speak that's, to that? Yeah, okay. It's, that's really evolved. The first year, um, we were basically calling everybody we knew and said, hey, you want to come play Survivor in the woods? And mm-hmm. we were barely able to field a cast of 18. The second year, uh, you know, we did some video and some still photos that we got out on our website, and it started to draw some attention. Uh, particularly mm-hmm. from the locals in Maine, because Bob did a couple of newspaper pieces and the local news covered it. And we had about 30 applications in the second year. And then, uh, with the help of many, many more volunteers, the the scope of the challenges got bigger, the amount of material that we could put on the website got bigger, and last year we had about 65 applicants representing mm-hmm. a, a little bit more than half the states in the U.S. I think we had 26 states who had an applicant, and our 18 our 18 actual participants came from 13 different states. Awesome! And there's also been some alumni that have been involved, but some is. Uh actual players, but some in uh, other capacities. You either really want to speak upon that. I, I don't want to – sorry, I'm leading you down the road. I know a lot of this information if you're listening to people like 
I'm not an idiot. I'm actually on the committee. I am trying to <laughs> that's what our guests can talk about all this, but who are what past survivors have played in this amazing event? Well, the, the interesting year, thing. Go ahead, Bob. John. I was just, I was just going to tell him about. I was out to uh, in California at the um, Jillian's event, talking to Richard Hatch, and uh, we were sitting in a golf cart at a golf scramble, and I told him what we were planning, and he goes, "Oh, I'll come out and help you with that." And I, <laughs> I'm still a little enamored with Richard. You know, I, I'm getting over it, but I, you know, I, I actually was too nervous to send him my uh, my email address uh, because I didn't want to impose on him. And the first day that we had a volunteer uh, day, the very first year, he called up and said to me, hey, I, you never gave me your email address. You just gave me the date. And I said, well, geez, I'm sorry. You must be down in Rhode Island. He goes, no, no, I'm like 15 miles from your house. I just don't know where to get how to get there. And so Richard, Richard was actually one of our first volunteers and would have been here last summer, um, except that he was uh, on The Biggest Loser. Yeah. And, John, why don't you talk about some of the others that we've had? We've been really lucky, I think. Yeah, we've had a great cast of folks out. Um, first year, Terry Dietz, uh, Boo Burnus, Eric Reichenbach, um, and mm-hmm. they all represented very well. And uh Last year, we kind of upped the ante, and we had six survivors show up and actually play in the game. Um, And it was quite a competitive bunch. Uh, Going all the way back to season one, Joel Klug was there, and we had uh, Troy Roberts and Troy Zan was out, and um, Jamie Newton from Guatemala. And then on the ladies' side, we had Brooke Strzok also from uh, Guatemala, and Dr. Jill from Nicaragua and Nina Porsche. So mm-hmm. a lot of old school, a lot of new school. And uh, the one thing we're always looking for from the survivors we invite out is we want them to come and want to play. Um, yep. You know, there's there's a lot of them that will go to charity events, and we're asking them to do a little bit more in our challenge. We actually want them to come and compete as if it were the real show because the contestants that apply – um, kind of expect that now. They want to be in an event, and they want to be able to test themselves out and say, how did I do against these people that were actually on the real show? Mm-hmm. Well, can, I give a shout out to, can I give a shout-out to uh, Jimmy T. from Gloucester, Massachusetts, who oh, yeah. uh, is up here all the time looking for an excuse to actually get out of Gloucester, Massachusetts, I think. But he, uh, <laughs> he's up He's up here um, for – he's been here for our event, uh, generally uh, blowing the fog horn to bring bring in the, uh, the players. But he's also up here oh, three or four times before the summer event, and he was just here last week, although he was looking for uh of mushrooms last week. Thought he wasn't doing volunteer <laughs> work. But he does a great cool. job for us. Yeah, yeah he's, Mike, he's been involved every this, year, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, he has. And in addition to the uh, survivors that I mentioned that are actually in the game, folks like Jimmy T and uh, Bob already mentioned Richard Hatch has come out. We've had Sandra Diaz Twine up there, just as kind of ambassadors for the show. And that just adds another dimension as well because they, they mingle with the crowd. They get into it. They comment on it. They help out with uh, Richard did exit interviews. So imagine the shock when you're just voted out. And next thing you know, Richard Hatch is doing an exit interview for you. And, it's crazy. Uh, 
Kathy Fleckman, who participated in year two, came back because she wanted to help out. And the guest list, uh, Ethan Zahn was there last year as a special guest. And uh, wow. we're just getting more and more interest in mm-hmm. the event. Folks yep. who are running in us at these events saying, hey, what's this all about? Can I come out and check it out? So even if they're not in the game, um, there's a good chance you're going to see familiar survivor faces up in the crowd. And a, an interesting story. Do you want to mention one of the uh, people that was going to be in the Durham Warriors Survival Challenge and then wasn't able to do it, but they did something pretty <laughs> interesting instead? Great story, yes. Uh, Durham Warriors 2014. Um, we had gone and had our final cast all set, and we were giving everyone their logistics. And a couple weeks after I told everybody that they were in, I got an email from this gentleman saying, John, I can't believe I have to tell you this, but I'm going to have to pull out of your event. There's only one thing in the entire world that I would do other than the Durham Warriors Challenge, and I can't say any more than that. And being a longtime Survivor applicant, I said, oh, congratulations, dude. You you must have made the real show. And he said, uh, I can't confirm or deny. But uh, sure enough, on uh, Survivor Worlds Apart was Mr. Dan Foley. Yep. who was going to be in Durham Warriors 2014, but ended up out doing Survivor 30. And uh, Dan was back last year as a special guest in the crowd as well. Wow. Amazing, uh, amazing history there. And uh, I'd like to say that one year I couldn't go because of school conflicts was the year my jobs were replaced by Richard Hatch and Sandra Diaz-Twine. So people that won three <laughs> seasons of Survivor – so as you can imagine, I was a little anxious that I had gotten shit canned because, I mean, those are some pretty good people to do your job when you're not there. So I'm looking forward to working with, you know, either of them and hopefully rekindling my friendship with Sandra. She defriended me over an online Survivor game. So Sandra takes this stuff very seriously, the real show and uh, the charity world. But they were both, you know, extremely helpful. Uh, if, I wanted, if people want to apply, what, how would they do that, John? What would they need to do? We have a website. It's uh, it's a little lengthy. It's it's DurhamWarriorsChallenge.com all together. So that's D-U-R-H-A-M WarriorsChallenge.com, and that website has a whole bunch of stuff on it. Um, it's got kind of a pictorial history of all three years' events. It's got video. It has information about the charity that's being supported. And uh, most importantly to your question, it has a page with the application for 2016. And the application window is currently open, and we'll be accepting applications through the end of February. Cool. And uh, I think this year there's uh, an additional one-minute YouTube video just so we can so people can see who these folks are so they live beyond their the written word, and hopefully that helps because it was very challenging helping you with that, with uh, Andy figuring out out of these 65 people who could play. And amazingly, the gender distribution from the first event was, what was it, uh, 15 guys and three ladies? And I'm not sure the second year breakdown. And then last year was really cool. You want to talk about the amazing thing we were able to do with the, the cast and pertaining to gender? Yeah, we've we've found that there seems to be a lot more males willing to go out and subject themselves to our games in the woods with no million-dollar prize. 
Um, we had a hard time recruiting women the first year. We ended up, like you said, Mike, with 15 men, three women. Mm-hmm. The second year, we, we had 12 men and six women. And last year, we were very happy um, to field even tribes of nine and nine. Yeah. So out of that 65 applications, um, we we still have a very heavy male orientation. But uh, there's enough ladies out there who uh, who want to give this a shot, too. So uh, I would encourage any women who are hearing this now, uh, this is for you, too. Um, you know, you can go online and check out the video and see the women who participated and read some testimonials that they've written up there. Um, you're uh, absolutely welcome. In fact, two out of our three winners have been women, even yeah. though they have been under-numbered over, over the years. They've won two out of the three events, including the last two. So strong plug for the women to get out there and apply. Well, I, um, I just caught wind. I can't say who it is, but I, um, I'm i pretty excited because I, uh, when I got home yes, uh, this afternoon, Paige, my daughter came up and said that she'd found somebody that was really interested in being in the uh, – sending in an application, and she's real athletic, and she – is an obsessed Survivor fan. I mean, just I think she'd be a, another perfect um, person to throw in the, in the the list of applicants. Awesome. We and have somebody in our chat program. room <laughs> who just yeah. came in our chat room um, named Derek, and he says, as a veteran of OIF and OEF, I'd like to say thank you for these gentlemen. I have met all three of them, and there are no greater men to put on an event to help benefit veterans in a way that no other charity does. Thank you for everything you do. And he said, um, I applied for this year's Durham Warriors Survivor Challenge. I'm a huge Survivor fan, and I'm excited to have a chance to play the closest thing to it while supporting such an amazing charity. So he's very excited about it. At your event, and uh, really looks forward to it. Well, we appreciate the uh, the the uh, the uh, the, um, the comment from Derek, and I appreciate his service to our our great country. Uh, he's an amazing friend, and I, as the, I think there's a there's a lot of compelling people that have entered into the mix for this season. So it's going to be an extremely challenge challenging. Uh, decision to make once we get through all the applications. It is a bit of a sausage fest like uh, John mentioned. So women, you're smarter than the men. Get just Be smart. Get out there. Two of the three times ladies have prevailed at uh, challenging odds. And I think that some of the best players from the years I've been there were the ladies. They just they're they're thinking at a whole other level than the guys. So women apply and dudes, if you think you're better than the lady, you know, join the many men that have applied and hopefully you've got a compelling application and video and fit the fit the dynamics of the season. But we're looking forward to that. Ico Ico, women are smarter. <laughs> absolutely, for sure. And here the second yeah, go for it. Mike, I'd like to thank you and John for all the hours you put into um, the task of, you know, uh, going through all the applications and deciding who's, you know, who the cast should be. But, uh, 
it's a it's a heck of a chore, and I really appreciate the time and effort that you and Andy and John put into it. As long as I have to paint and nail less things, I that's perfectly fine, sir. I, I, that's more of my cup of tea and expertise. <laughs> Just to pick up on what Bob said earlier, you know, we all we all spend we all spend a lot of time on this in our own ways. But I think everyone would say the same thing Bob does: is we have a whole mm-hmm. lot of fun doing it. Oh and yeah. Whether it's looking at people's silly videos and applications or. You know, we mentioned Kevin building something in his garage or, you know, Bob's whole family is involved in various capacities and uh, it's work, but we all love what we're doing. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's for two different reasons. One, because we're all big fans of the show and we want to put on an event for the applicants that's the closest thing to the real thing. That's how we like to brand ourselves. And Mm -hmm. then on top of that, we have the opportunity to, to support Dorm Warriors Project. So it's a win-win yeah. for all of us. So, yeah, it takes some time, but it really doesn't feel like work. Uh, we really love what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what they and say, was, if, you, if you're having fun, it's not really work. In reading uh, about it, sure. I read that you guys were working on having a spectator's area. Is that completed yet? Yeah, Do you yeah. Have- we actually designed um, the, the whole gang of us got together and when we design a new challenge we also have the spectators now in mind and we on the property there are a couple of areas that are sort of like natural amphitheaters and we're Mm -hmm. able to be clearing those out and and designing the challenges so that uh, it works both ways not only is it a good challenge and a good situation for the for the people on the tribes uh playing the challenge but it's also visual and uh we have a we we can put probably 150 200 people around the the arena so to speak um and so we've actually designed it for for the audience to watch yeah i'm glad you brought that up cherry because that that's another element of durham warriors you know we've got folks that are coming in from all over the country to either volunteer or just to watch this event. You know, they say, yeah, I don't know if I want to do those four days in the woods thing, but I'd love to come and check out everybody else doing it. And I think at our peak last year, we had as many as 175 spectators Mm -hmm. in the audience. Probably. And um, it's gotten to the point now where Bob's family has arranged catered food and everything, so, you know, we're able to provide lunch. And it just becomes a whole... Uh, great atmosphere. You know, you're hanging out, there's food showing up, breakfast and lunchtime, you know, you get to watch the event, and uh, you're among other Survivor fans like yourself, so if I weren't running this thing, I know I'd be heading up to Maine to watch it myself. Mm -hmm, For sure. Breakfast pizza needs its own shout-out. The food's delicious, and there was a unique display from one of our fellow friends and fans. There was... uh, a little display set up for and props from Borneo and uh, Africa and All Stars. I think some personal property of, of Mr. Hatch, Richard. Uh, the entire his entire outfit was on a mannequin and Kelly's outfit from Borneo. And you know what Ethan wore. And Ethan stopped by and I'm like, it's Ethan, and that's his clothes he wore. And oh my God, it's it's crazy. But there's so many. Yeah, we did people. We did a meet and greet on Friday night for all the audience to uh, meet all the survivors who were there who weren't in the game. 
And in support of that, we had kind of a, a memorabilia room set up with a lot of Survivor iconic items from seasons gone by. And uh, that created a whole other fun thing to do on Friday night for folks who came in from out of town, you know, gave you another chance to hang out and geek out a little more on Survivor stuff. And there's a wellness initiative. Yeah, there's the kids can play with the challenges when they're not in use, and it's just about a – there's a huge health component too, not just, you know, drinking and partying all week, and it's, it's a physically intense thing. Sorry, Bob, I cut you off. Yeah, I, I don't think we have mentioned when this is. Have, I mean, it, it's going to be June 23rd, 24th, 25th, and 26th, which is a mm-hmm. Thursday. Essentially, it starts on Friday, but the, the contestants have to be here on Thursday. Uh, but the uh, watching the event starts on Friday, the uh, 24th, and then Saturday, the 25th, all, all in June. Uh, mm mm-hmm. And then we wrap up on Sunday around midday and the uh back at the Crowley homestead we have just a massive uh wrap up appreciation kind of luncheon and the contestants all get to mill about and talk with the fans and all the spectators get to recap what they just saw over the last three days and it's just a wonderful way to end the uh the four days. Oh for sure. It was a great opportunity to stay in Bob's house. I, I had fun. You won't get to do that probably, and maybe I won't this year either, but that was a whole hell of a lot of fun. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, throw, you throw your name in. It's starting to fill up pretty quick. The, uh, <laughs> but uh, throw your name in quick. Call up Paige, and she's she's starting to organize who's sleeping where. And I will uh, talk to Paige, and I may be back in the yard. My house is a whole different place than it, than it has been in the past, so I might be yarding it up just to sweat it up. But, uh, you know, I might spend a night or two in the garage. We'll see. But I'll talk to Paige and get that <laughs> coordinated for sure. And, Bob, you're the second winner during my time on this show. I know it's existed way before me with Ron, but I appreciate you being the second winner. And I guess I'd be remiss if we didn't spend any time talking about Gabon. Well, what was your briefly – how did you get on Gabon and how did you win Gabon? So. Um, I, I, I got on – Good on the show because apparently they don't have that many skinny, ugly old men to fill that last <laughs> category. And uh, All right. so I, I slid in under that. Um, of course, I, I, they did want me for uh, bronze beauty and whatever it was, but they couldn't decide which one to put me under. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but I, uh, um, I, I snuck on because I was in the right category. And once I got on, um, I think it was a, a, a case of being a kid from Maine that knows how to do a lot of clever little things and trying to mm-hmm. be a nice guy. And I think it may be kind of difficult to to win that show being too nice a guy. But um, it was and it just a tremendous amount of luck um, and a little bit of calm to boot. Mm-hmm. That amazing idol just helped along the way, and that was uh, – how did you get all this material? Um, where did you get all this stuff to make multiple fake idols that look just as good as the stuff that SEG makes? How'd that come about? Um, well, actually, what th- that I'll take credit for that. Um, I, mm-hmm. I've i always collected artifacts, Indian artifacts, and, mm-hmm. um, and I'm always looking around, and I, by chance – 
uh, on my when I got sent to Exile Island, I found a um, basically a, a piece of a stone that had been worked, you know, Stone Age period um, artifact, and it was just the same size as the medallions that were the, the idols were made out of. And then mm-hmm. I stumbled over a, a, a perfect. Um, resin that was dripping off the mahogany tree that was very much like pine pitch or spruce gum, but it was it, it was like wax or hot glue. And I was able mm-hmm. to heat up the stone. And, of course, I, I've i always been a collector of everything, anything I can find. Yeah. And whenever any of the beads or any of the trinkets fell off the torches, I collected them. And then I started realizing that maybe I ought to just sneak some off the torches and sneak some off the bags. And so I was collecting a whole bunch of little trinkets here and there, and they, mm-hmm. they all came together at Exile Island when I was able to take this stone and heat it up to a couple hundred degrees and melt this resin over it and put some beads on it. And um, it was, it even surprised me it was so good. It was, yeah. it was, it was good enough so I could hand it to Randy and, you know, he said, you found the idol. And I said, well, I have this. I never said, never actually said it was the idol. But, well um, played. <laughs> um, and then the second one was downright um, probably open theft. I noticed on the big uh, immunity necklace, um, which a friend of mine now has, um, but um, <laughs> on the immunity necklace, there were a bunch of medallions very much like uh, the immunity idol. And while nobody was looking, I wrenched one of those off and uh, claimed it was the one that Marcus earlier on our show had thrown in the ocean. And between <laughs> finding medallion and making up a lie and making it up quick, um, I was able to weasel my way through the game a lot further than I would have if I hadn't have made a couple of fake idols. Mm-hmm. Well, awesome, and uh, I really appreciate our friendship with you guys and coming on to do this and promo the event, and uh, I think this has been a great segment. We are going to transition soon if the other guests are here. I know you both would probably want to talk to Leah, and everyone likes to talk to Purple Kelly. She's an amazing, amazing woman, so you're more than welcome to hang around and pipe in or if you have any questions or want to give your uh, perspective on Give Kids the World, too, because it's another amazing event to a whole other level. I mean, we do amazing work there, but I don't know what they raised last year, but we'll talk about when they get here. So, Okay. Well, they I'll are here. Listen. Okay. Well, uh, I think Sherry is uh, – I think they're available, or we'll, and we'll uh, we'll hear about another amazing event that begat uh, the Durham Warriors Survival Challenge. So among the great things it's done, it also helped spawn another event. So there you go. It's like the United Kingdom making the United States. <laughs> well, thanks for having us on, Mike. We appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you both. You got it, Mike. Thank you so much, Bob, and thank you, John. All right. Have a great evening. You too. And gosh, <laughs> what a great night. What a great time hearing about the Durham Warriors Survival Challenge. Oh, yeah, for sure. I love it. it it's it's so much fun, and it's long days. Because I sit there, and I'll do this tri- tribal council stuff, but then all night we're doing the confessionals. 
but some of that is my favorite stuff because it's going to tie into the production of the show and uh, what we show to the viewers to get them involved and get them out there. So, What a great event. And we do have your other two guests ready to come up when you're ready. Let's bring in these. Well, we have the, the dudes, now we'll have the ladies. Let's Let's bring these ladies in. Okay, we have Kelly Shin from Survivor. I'm sorry, from Survivor Nicaragua, and we have Leah Bundy from Give Kids the World. Thank you, ladies, both for joining us. Hi, hi! I am so excited to be here with you guys. (laughs) We're glad to have you back, and that join invite Leah to be on. because it's been, uh, I got involved with Give Kids the World, I think there were two events before I was able to make it down, and uh, so I guess the, the the history and the inception, Mike Nunez, who uh, is very involved with the event, had a had a conflict this evening, but he recommended uh, Leah, and I think that's a great person to talk, and that Kelly is down there, I think she's been to all of them since she was on Nicaragua, so I don't know when, how the, the inception of this event's a little different. I don't know it as well. So, Leah, do you, do you know the, the history of not only the, the village, but then the event we all come down and help with? Absolutely. So, you know, the event started, this is actually going to be our eighth consecutive year doing Hearts to Reality. Okay. And it, it is just such an incredible event. And each year it's just getting better and bigger. And last year we were able to raise over $161,000 for Give Kids the World. So for those who aren't familiar, Give Kids the World is a 79-acre nonprofit resort. We're located in Kissimmee, Florida. And we provide mm-hmm. week-long cost-free vacations for children with life-threatening illnesses and their families to come stay at our resort. And we provide them with all the attraction tickets to Disney, Universal, SeaWorld, all of the Central Florida attractions. And mm-hmm. so through this partnership that we've built with Mike Nunez and his company, Lex and Realty, uh, we've been able to establish this event that's just, you know, really bringing all of these reality stars together for a really great cause and the families mm-hmm. really enjoy the opportunity of getting to meet them. We know that, you know, they're very popular shows out there. And, of course, Survivor, and we have a lot of fans that, you know, happen to be the families that come and stay at Gift Kids the World. So it's a really great opportunity for them to, you know, get to meet and greet and spend a little bit of time with them. So it's just a really fun event. Awesome. And I've, um, I'm one of the few fans that, thanks to your awesome, grad, uh, your awesome, I don't know, your awesome in general, but invited me to the facility, and then Mike did uh, two years after that, and I just, I can't even describe my passion for charity events and Survivor. I, I mean, you guys know because you see me there, and I just, I love hanging out. I love helping out. I wish I could help out more. But actually going to the the village and the, the place and, and seeing the video and seeing the kids, if, you, if that doesn't bring a tear to your eye when you're there, you have no soul because I, I can't even describe what it's like. Uh, I mean, Kelly, you've been there before, um, seeing the oh kids, and it's just it's yeah. just so hard. It's you just really feel like, you know, whatever it costs to get the the resort, or your room, or you know, stand around to get beg for autographs from these awesome reality stars. It, that that's the real reason it all happens, and that that's the powerful part. Really, you powerful. know what? If you want to see nearly 100 reality TV people in tears, Hearts of Reality is the weekend for that. I mean, we spend mm-hmm. an evening at Give Kids the World, 
And in the theater, they do the big introduction, and for all the new reality people, they um, kind of give the down and dirty on everything amazing that's happening there. And Mm -hmm. there is not a dry eye in the room. And no matter how many times I see the video of Princess Alyssa, and no matter how mm-hmm. many times I see the video of Brad Lowen's little boy, I it's like we're all in tears. It is such a beautiful place. There are no words for this place. I mm-hmm. And, you know, I say it every year. I hope to God everyone gets a chance to visit Give Kids the World at some point in their life. Reality mm-hmm. or not reality, it, they, this is a place everyone needs to experience. It is so beautiful and so humbling. It's really magical. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Kelly. And, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, I always tell people as well is, you know, we can talk about Give Kids the World and we can show you videos and we can, you know, direct you to our website. But until you actually get to see it for yourself and get to see, you know, the smiles on those kids' faces after, you know, the struggles that they've been through. I mean, you know, we have families that have come and stayed at Give Kids the World and their child hasn't been out of the hospital bed their entire life. And so, you know, for those days that they're spending at Give Kids the World, that's really their only chance at, you know, experiencing a childhood. So, you know, being able mm-hmm. to create those memories for the family where they can, you know, just enjoy spending time together outside of the hospital and just getting to see those smiles together. And we do every night of the week different activities. So, of course, I know every time we do the Hearts Reality event, we have the Pirates and Princesses party. This year, we've actually rolled out a new theme. It's actually going to be called Once Upon a Time. Um, oh my gosh! I am so excited. <laughs> it's very exciting. We're we're very excited about the new changes for the program. We're actually um, going to introduce some additional storybook type of characters. You know, so they can dress up as a princess still, and of course, we still welcome pirates. But it just opens up the doors to you know more storybook theme. So um, mm. we're very excited about that change. But you know, every night of the week, there's a different activity that happens there for the families. And so Monday nights we celebrate Halloween, where the kids can dress up as you know their whatever Halloween character they want to be, and they get to trick-or-treat all around Give Kids the World Village. Tuesday nights, we celebrate Mayor Clayton's birthday party. So for those of you who don't know Mayor Clayton, he's a six-foot-tall bunny rabbit, and he's the mayor of Give Kids the World. (laughs) So we celebrate his birthday every Tuesday night. And then Wednesdays, we do Village Idol, where the kids can get up on stage and sing and dance and show off their talents. And Thursdays, every Thursday is Christmas, so... Um, it's just a really great event for the families to, you know, get to spend that time together and, you know, in case they missed out on their last Christmas because the child was hospitalized and, you know, in the case that, you know, when they leave Give Kids the World, if they don't get to experience another Christmas or another birthday or another Halloween. So we try to create those memories for them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're that's all we're doing. And, you know, while we say, you know, our tagline is where happiness inspires hope, it's so much more than just a tagline. We see it in, you know, so many of the families that have come there. And, you know, Kelly, I know you referenced Princess Alyssa, and she's just one of, yeah. you know, 140,000 families that we've served. And, you know, she's one of the amazing cases that, you know, she had an illness that was diagnosed as terminal. But after her experience at Kids Kids the World, she's been able to recover and live a very healthy and happy life. And now she's, mm-hmm. you know, getting ready to go to college. So it's just incredible. And you know what she says she wants to do when she grows up? <laughs> I remember last year she stood up there on the stage and said she wanted to, um, you know, I don't even know the professional term, but take over, give kids the world. She was going to run that place. And I thought, oh, my gosh. What? Awesome. That is the coolest dream and goal I have ever heard. <laughs> 
She has been Aww. saying that since she was a little girl. And, you know, our <laughs> president, Pam Landworth, she always says that by the time she's ready to give up that title, it might just be that time for Alyssa to take over. So <laughs> that would just be amazing. Oh, I'm so excited for her. And her mom is such a wonderful person, too. Listening to both of them talk, I'm like, I don't know how they're so strong, but they are a really beautiful family. Absolutely. And like I said, you know, there's there's over 140,000 families that we serve. We're actually celebrating our 30th year anniversary this year. So it's mm. amazing that we've been able to, you know, create those experiences for so many families that, you know, in their time of need, they've really, you know, needed that time together and just, like I said, be able to create those memories. And while we're not curing anything, you know, we do believe that, you know, that happiness and that experience mm. that they have really does help to impact their lives and create that hope for them. It's amazing the support you've gotten from the uh you know, all the amazing, you know, attractions in Central Florida is a hub for that and just uh, their partnerships. I, I imagine I don't fully understand everything, but their their support and I, I guess they'll allow the, 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 the kids and the families to come to their parks too. Is that part of the whole connection or how does that that work? Yeah, so there, for every, yeah. every family that comes to Give Kids the World, they receive three days' worth of tickets to Disney uh, mm-hmm. Two days to Universal and one to SeaWorld, and that's for the entire family. And so those okay. those are part of the standards. So now the families that are coming to stay with us, they're not paying for this. This is you know all this is awesome. what all of our you know fundraising efforts and the Hearts Reality event go to support is to help us to be able to fund this experience for those families. So this year we're serving over 7,500 families, and so that's pretty much standard that they receive, but if they want additional attraction tickets for the Central Florida area, if they want to go to Gatorland or Legoland or any of the other Central Florida mm-hmm. attractions here, um, you know, we'll provide those tickets upon request as well. So the family oh, typically receive a six-day stay, um, seven if they're coming internationally because of the travel time, but we mm-hmm. serve families from all 50 states and over 75 countries worldwide. Awesome. Later on, if you could send me the countries, I'm kind of a geography nut, so I'd be fascinated to know. <laughs> if that's that sensitive information, I would love to. I learned the the countries and the flags on uh, sporacle.com because I'm a huge oh. nerd. But I'd love to love to know where all the kids came from just because that, that's really fascinating to me. So You know what? We actually just at had the, a big group there. Sorry, we go ahead, Leah. <laughs> Thanks, Kelly. Uh, we just had a big group from Israel, and they come every year. And what, one of the mm-hmm. really amazing things about it is that they come together as a group. So um, oh. instead of coming individually on their wish, you know, like so many families from, you know, multiple countries do, they'll come individually. Mm-hmm. They come together as a big group, and they come through an organization called My Wish for You. And they actually all have to stay at the village. So they pretty much take over the village, and we set up a big tent for them since, you know, of course their meal, their meals need to be prepared separately and have kosher meals. So um, we take okay. care of that. And then we, we also have a translator that, you know, goes to the parks with them. So um, it's just oh, cool. really amazing, you know, to see things that, you know, we're able to pull together for so many families that come from different countries around the world. That's incredible. I've heard ahead, that, Sorry. that some of the things that you do, one of the things that you do for kids, like, because the entire family comes, there might be siblings, you know, and, of course, the parents, but the child that's ill is the one, of course, that is um, 
highlighted. And so when they arrive, everything is for that child. So from what I understand, like if the child's name is Johnny, Johnny's room, it's Johnny's, you know, basically Johnny is highlighted for everything. Um, Is that true? Is it just like everything is for that child and they really get, you know, all the attention well, we tend to we tend to make the experience for the entire family to give kids the world, and that's a little mm-hmm. bit about what makes us different from other organizations or other wishes, because we understand that the entire family's been you know through a really difficult time, and so of course you know it's the wish child that you know brought them there, and so we of course you know provide that extra special attention for that child, but we also realize because you know all the family has been through that you know we need to make sure that the entire family is having just an amazing experience and so really we've just adopted a culture where we don't tell them no <laughs> we mm. say yes <laughs> you want a unicorn we'll make it happen we'll find one somewhere in central florida yeah <laughs> that is so awesome <laughs> were you a fan of reality tv leah before this whole crazy endeavor with mike uh were you a fan of these shows and who have you really enjoyed meeting i mean besides kelly shen she's really cool (laughs) oh my gosh you're so sweet (laughs) (laughs) well kelly of course is one of my favorites and you know i've just had such a great time being able to meet so many great people over the years and you know there's so many amazing people that have come out for these events and you get to see you know how it really has impacted them to you know get to experience Mm -hmm. this and so i've met so many great people over the years and it's just you know a fantastic idea and you know what's better than pairing you know celebrity for good so you know that's that's you know my favorite part about it is just being able to you know kind of connect the dots on that and one of my mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts about the event is you know when the reality stars do come to give kids the world they ask the wish child for the autograph because mm-hmm. of course they give kids the world that the wish childs are stars so that's one of the most yeah. amazing things and i know that the kids yep. really appreciate that I that's I've I've seen that in action and that's 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 really cute. And even the notorious or alleged, you know, reality villains like some of the you know, your evil dicks or Sandra or whatever, they're there and the kids the kids love a good yeah, story. Good You're talking about this fairy tale component. They're some of my favorite characters in the Disney movies are um, you know, some of those villains. So people wanna see interesting, entertaining people and but they come out there and you know, you've got this persona of like evil dicks just some jerk, but He's there. He's I think he's local, but he's there all the time, and he's great with the kids and great with the fans and all the stars. I think do an amazing job interacting with the marauding horde of super fans that go to all these events and you know ask for repeated pictures and autographs. (laughs) It's like the Grinch, you know. Their heart grows ten sizes when they're at Give Kids the World. Yeah, for sure. That could not be more true. You know, it's funny to see a bunch of a group of villains. It's like Russell Hamp. He has this like bad boy image, but mm-hmm. he turns into a puddle around these children. Like yeah. he is like the biggest softie, and it is so it is so funny. And Evil Dick, like all these guys with this image that they're just big tough guys. It's it is not the case. You get them around these kids, and they are a bunch of sweethearts, and that is so much fun to watch. Yeah. It's it's amazing and the the volume of people I, I mean I'm I'm big into the three CBS network shows but 
Um, and I probably can't do this justice. I know Mike's not here or Omar, but how many different shows have sent quote unquote talent to give kids the world? I, do you guys have a ballpark estimate or do you know? I, I, I don't know that I should have researched that a little bit because I really don't know what some of these shows even are, but I'm like, great to see you. Please sign this piece of paper. And I'm glad she came out, but like how many different shows have been involved? Well, you know what? Go ahead. There Kelly. have been there have been dozens of different shows represented here, and one of the fun mm-hmm. things about this year not not only do we have I mean really the true winner in this is Princess Alyssa, and she's going to be oh, there yeah. this year. So mm-hmm. for those that don't know her, she is she really is the poster child for Give Kids the World to us, and mm-hmm. so she'll be there that weekend. But we have the most recent winners of Amazing Race 27 joining us all from season 32, which hasn't even aired yet, but it's committed yep. to going. Um, all the recent Big Brother people, we have Kara Maria from the MTV Challenges. We have Bina representing the Jersey Shore, which was one of my favorites a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And yep. Of course, we have Survivor and so many of the great winners, Boston Rob, Sandra Diaz, Bob Crowley, Mike Mm. Holloway. For all the the tweens and teeny boppers, we have the two-time player, Joe Anglum. Oh, yeah. You just look at ladies. (laughs) I know, right? Evil Dick is a big brother icon, but some people don't realize he was also on VH1's Couples Therapy with Dina. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Daughtery, he's a huge Survivor uh, icon. We mm-hmm. have Zach Rance, Donnie Thompson from Big Brother, and then Tiffany, who's a huge pop icon. So yep. there's lots of shows that we're representing, and the, the weekend just keeps growing. It's bigger and bigger, and... We are so excited, and I know we raised over $160,000 in 2015, but we are all going towards one goal this year, and that is to make this the biggest weekend for us yet. We need to exceed that goal, and we are so motivated to do it. So um, for everyone listening, you you think you just a few dollars, it's a few dollars that goes towards Mm-hmm. One of the best causes in the world, and so we're excited to be $160,000 this year. And I regret I can't make it because of stuff with school. I wish it was earlier, and there's it's hard to there's no way to change that. But I'll try to do as much as I can. Actually, <laughs> okay. Well, I'll talk to my boss, the VP of Student Affairs. I would I want to be there, but there's a bunch of students trying to move on to campus, and I got to train a bunch of RAs so they can be effective oh, leaders or I would be there. I you know, I you know, I can't call in sick for four days. Like, where's where's Michael? Uh, we we're not you know sure. what's gonna happen instead is you're gonna get an obnoxious amount of Snapchats and videos being like blowing oh, up yeah. your phone from that weekend. We're all gonna be texting you. <laughs> all my good be friends will like be there. there. And uh old Derek just messaged me and he wanted to say give a shout out because he had sent a message in on the previous forty the segment on uh, the Durham Warrior Survival Challenge, but he just wanted to say hi to you ladies. He was there last year. Uh, I want to just tell Derek he is blowing up my phone and making me laugh so hard right now, so he just needs <laughs> to right. calm down. <laughs> All right, calm down. I love calm him. down, dude. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, he's another one that shows up during Hearts of Reality, and for whatever reason, I don't know why he has not been on Survivor, which is totally crazy, but mm-hmm. he, like, makes the weekend so much fun, and 
I think we, as much as the reality people, we all enjoy seeing each other, but there's so mm-hmm. many fans, or I I think they're family, that we like seeing, too, and he's one of them, so. Sweet. Yeah. He'd be a very dynamic character, for sure, yeah. <laughs> he's crazy, um, but he is. <laughs> he is fun, and he's, I, when we're hanging around the pool, he added a new... Uh, some new things to the event to make it even more fun and exciting, which I won't mention on air, but definitely come down to the event and hang out by the pool, and you'll find out what I'm talking about. So. <laughs> no, but if you don't mind so much fun. I'd like to play um, a, a clip that we have. It's it's for Reality Rally, but what I'd like to invite Leah to do is to um, listen to what. Julian says about Reality Rally, and if she could sort of lay out what um, needs to be said about Give Kids the World, I'd like to make a clip like this for Give Kids the World that we could play Mm -hmm. on every show that we do here on the Rad Reality Show to promote Give Kids the World until the event happens. That would be wonderful. yeah. That way we can promote that is such your event a good idea. and play this clip on every show we do and ask people to donate and to attend your event. And if they can't yep. attend your event, you know, make a donation to give kids the world. Um, but if you listen to this clip, you can see what Jillian says and kind of how she did it. She just She did this on air while we were having her on the show one night. And if you don't want to do it tonight, um, you can hear what she says on this clip and then call back in like next week on Thursday night when Mike's doing a show and you can, Mike can be a little better prepared and do it then. But I just wanted you to hear this and you can decide whether you want to do it tonight or next Thursday whenever you want to do it. But listen to the clip and then, you know, let me know kind of what you think. But I'll play it for you and, yeah. and we'll see what... What happens, okay? Here we go. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Cancer don't discriminate. Or care if you're just 38. This is Julian from Survivor and, as you know, from Reality Rally. And we do the most amazing event every April in Temecula, California, raising money. We call it Funds for Funds, and the money goes to Michelle's Place, which is a breast cancer resource center providing services and support for men and women and their families who are fighting the fight of their lives with breast cancer. I encourage everybody to go to realityrally.com. The event this year is April 7th, 8th, and 9th, 2016. Be a part of what we do. We have parties at wineries. We have an amazing race kind of game. We have autograph signing, and it is all for fun for Michelle's place, but it is also for the public to come and meet over 110 reality stars from about 42 different reality shows, and you get to meet them and have fun all weekend meeting them, taking pictures. So come on down at realityrally.com. It's April. 7th, 8th, and 9th. That's what my love is for. In your week, I'll be strong. We have fun for everybody. People can sponsor, donate, volunteer, enjoy it, play a game, come to parties, 
support our sponsors. And I always have to thank the Rad Reality Show, who has been on board helping us promote this event since 2010. Without them, there would be people that would know nothing about it. So, Manic Monday, thank you for what you do, and also the other Rad Reality Shows that we've had the opportunity to be on. So, thank you, Rad Reality Show. We love you guys. It's realityrally.com, and this is really a strong survivor and reality rally, thanking everybody for what you do to make this such a reality every year as we help save some lives. I'm gonna love you through Okay, so this is Jillian from uh, Survivor, Gabon, and Reality Rally, and I want to thank the Red Reality Show for all the promotion that they have done for us for Reality Rally. And mention that Reality Rally, the sixth year, is coming up. It is April 7th, 8th, and 9th this year, 2016. That is Thursday through Saturday night. It is all raising funds for Michelle's Place Breast Cancer Resource Center. And this is why we all do what we do. And I want to thank everybody out there who is part of this event to make that happen so that we can provide funds for Michelle's Place to provide services to those struggling with breast cancer. We're expecting about 130 reality TV stars who are coming from approximately 56 different reality TV shows for you to meet and hear all about it. So check out realityrally.com, look at the reality star link, and the final list will be on February 11th so that you can see who's actually coming because the reality stars are raising money in order to qualify to be there. We have a lip sync contest. We have an amazing race kind of game. We have a festival with characters for children, an autograph signing for with the reality stars, a celebrity chef showcase, a celebrity reception at Wilson Creek Winery, a casino by Feeling Lucky Entertainment, a red carpet for the stars and then the public to get on. We have an amazing deal, a VIP fan pass, to make it easy for fans to get to Temecula and enjoy this weekend. And it is just an endless, endless fun weekend. I encourage everybody to hop on. Uh, It's realityrally.com. All the information and ticket sales is on there. And you can buy, purchase, donate, and donate to Reality Stars um, through that site as well. So thank you, Rad Reality Show, for everything you've done. You've been faithful for six years, and thank you so much for that. And this is Jillian, realityrally.com, April 7th, 8th, and 9th of 2016, raising funds for funds for Michelle's Place Breast Cancer Resource Center. That's realityrally.com, Reality Star Lineup. Now, Sweet. that was a very, that was a very, very long clip. We normally don't make them that long. I was going to say, I think if Leah, like, if you did something like that, that would be wonderful, but maybe, like, half the Yeah, we normally don't make them that wonderful. Yeah. yeah. The, the guy who normally does our clips um, is no longer with us, and I had to have somebody else do my clip, and... It's a long story. Now, is that but instead something of that just... we can have pre-recorded? Because we do have, you know, our communications team that would certainly be able to, you know, help us to create the clip and we can send it in. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would be, I think that would be. Oh, that would be incredible. Um, that is such a good idea. That will help us a lot for this year, I feel like. Absolutely. Yeah. I would love and, and that's that. that's such, such a great, great way. Any of way we can it. help. You know, the more time get hearts of reality out there, the better off we're going to be. This is such a, it's such a wonderful weekend. Mm-hmm. 
I would it's an amazing more than that. You gotta get down there. Every show. You gotta go this year for me since I can't go. Try to by hook or by crook, take Amtrak, fly, take a Zeppelin, ride a horse, walk, <laughs> get down to get down there. I've been wanting to go for the last few years, but unfortunately, um, my doctor won't let me fly. So unless I unless my husband and I drive, um which is still a possibility. Mhm. I like I um, like Mike's suggestion about the horse though.
absolutely one of the best nights of the year. It is it's August 13th. It is going to be the best bar in Florida to be in on this evening, and mm-hmm. it is so much fun. It is crazy, and I swear to God, every year when the pictures come out, we're all, like, cringing looking through them, like, oh, my God, this is so wild. But, oh, yeah. Oh, but it's an absolute blast, and it's, it's an 80s yeah. theme, so that's really fun, so you get to dress up as your favorite 80s star or however you want to dress and, you know, get party. <laughs> And the fun thing about the event is that you really do get to spend so much time, you know, talking oh, yeah. to your favorite reality stars and getting to know them. And, you know, I know some other events where, you know, you go to autograph signings, you're just kind of, you know, you go through the line and you have to just keep moving. But, you know, mm. if you get to, you know, attend all the events through Hearts Reality, you really do get to spend a lot of time just, you know, chatting everybody up. And the packages that, they, that these ladies mentioned, you get to stay in an amazing uh Hotel the Malia. It used to be what the Mona Lisa, now it's the Malia. And depending on what package you get, there's one and two bedroom suites, and there's a great pool, and you can swim and hang out. And, and the downtime oh between gosh. activities, I, I'm usually up till three or four. Yeah. You know this hotel. I it is set up so the pool is in the middle. The hotel is like a circle. So yep. the pool is like the cream filling of this place. And oh yeah. It is so much fun. Before before every event, we're all out at the pool, and the pool party, and I'm sorry if the people from the Malia are listening to this because I think sometimes <laughs> we're out a little late, but we are out there until the sun comes up, and yep. this is not a weekend for the week. We go, we have so much fun, and it, it it's just a blast. It is absolutely the best weekend for any reality fan. There's so yeah. many, so many people. It's awesome. I admit, I hate not being there. There's a chance I'll come down Sunday, possibly just to see everybody. We'll we'll see what I can do. I, I I'm gonna really <laughs> possibly try to come down for one day. It's not really the best decision, but I, I may try to come down. But it is. It's an amazing. Amazing event, and it, it carries over. There used to be just a big old party back in the middle 2000s, and I think that guy talked to Mike, and Mike, Mike talked to him about how to the whole to do the the charity thing. And I think I think that's possibly the connection that Mike talked to Jan, who then left the country, and now this event kind of took over. And it's the I think it's the premier event. I help with a lot. I know more power to Reality Rally and Reality for Diabetes and Bob's event, Durham Warrior Survival Challenge, but, you know, everybody knows what the, the best event is in the year. So. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> it's, def- it's definitely an amazing event, and, you know, all the mm-hmm. other events are, are fabulous as well, but, you know, it's just yeah. – it, it really does support an amazing cause, and, you know, yeah. Kids the World is just, you know, we're – We've actually really strived to, you know, make sure that that money goes very far. So for, you know, those of Mm -hmm. you who don't know, you know, we actually invest for every dollar that we receive as a donation, 93 cents of that goes into the family's experience. So, you know, we're not spending money on advertising or on large, you know, salaries. Mm -hmm. So that money is going right back into our program to provide experiences for the kids. So it's all for a great cause. And, you know, we we, we love the event. It's a lot of fun. Awesome. Incredible. You know what? They also have HCGTV. They just did a huge makeover recently within the last couple of years. 
I yeah. saw that when I was well, going through the pictures. Two years ago, we did the Extreme Village Makeover, which made over our entire village, um, all of the villas. We have 144 villas on property, and that's where the families Ooh. get to stay. And so at that time, we had the support of Wyndham Vacation Ownership that helped us to make those renovations possible. And then we also had Ty Pennington and his team who helped us with the renovations on our Memory Makers Manor, which is our volunteer service office. And so when we did the big reveal, we actually did that on Good Morning America. And it was actually just a little over uh, two years ago. It was on January 24th that we had done that. And it was just an amazing, amazing renovation. And, you know, all the villas are beautiful and standard for all the families. And we're actually in our new phase of expansion now where we're building 24 new villas. And wow. those will be completed, so maybe right after wow. the first reality, you'll probably get to see a lot of uh, that renovation taking place. Cool. This cool, is amazing. Cool. I This is absolutely one of the best events to be a part of the whole weekend. And, oh, my gosh, I love it. I am so excited. We yeah, are as well. Wow. I, I, I'm sad. I'm really sad. I know it's months away. <laughs> I know I won't I know, be there. I feel like I'm rubbing it in. I'm sorry. We're rubbing uh, salt in your wound. I'm have sorry. we convinced you to ditch yeah. your job for a weekend yet? <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing. And even and, I, and I'm relatively well-known. Uh, when, I, when, I, when I walk out into the pool area, just trying to just get to my room, to one of the package rooms, there's all these reality stars and all my friends like, hey, good to see it. It's just that, that amazing feeling we all yeah, when we're around each other, the the people from TV and the people that aren't from TV and everybody else, it's just it's just such an amazing time. So. You know what? It truly is like one big family. I I yeah. go to these events and it is so incredible. It's very very it's special, you know, to have so many friends with a a common interest. And mm-hmm. as excited as the fans are to see the reality people, the reality people are just as excited to see the fans. I mean, Mike, you have turned into family for so many of us and it's same with Derek <laughs> and Steven Pickett you guys are icons to yeah. us and so that's what, <laughs> a huge reason why this weekend is so special to many of us and there's mm-hmm. no way we would be able to put on such a grand event without your support so I know well, it, it seems like it. a fun <laughs> weekend but it is it yeah we couldn't do it without you guys so I appreciate that so so much well, I, I appreciate that. And I, the good thing for me is missing a year is, you know, I've already dropped 130 pounds. And I can't wait till 2017. Uh, people may not recognize me. I might need to carry around a sign so people know who the hell I am. So we'll see. Your official <laughs> nickname is Magic Mike, I swear. Magic Mike. And if I'm the level I want to be, I might even be emulating the guys on Magic Mike, making some more money for uh, Give Kids the World. Taking off my buff, and we'll see. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, we can auction off, like, dances and stuff. Yeah, that's a new event. For the the kids, the kids aren't coming to that party, but they might make a truckload of money, and there's some beautiful people on reality TV, and some of the fans are beautiful, too, so who knows? Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) This conversation just went south real quick. We're getting crazy. (laughs) We'll just tell the police it's all for charity. Just relax. Oh, 
<laughs> you know what? And that's what's so fun. For as crazy as this weekend is, it is good, clean fun that yes. is all for charity, you know? And I yeah. need to say, even though this is an 80s party event on the the evening of Saturday for the weekend, it's so family oriented you know there's so many kids there too so if anyone's listening with a family and with children don't think just because it's a party you can't bring those kids out those kids are more than welcome to come out and dance and sing karaoke with us we love it don't have a good time i'm wearing 1880s outfit so (laughs) not the leg warmers i'm going to come in 1880s garb next year i'm down there (laughs) for the 80s party so A bowler hat and a beard and a three-piece suit. So, a neon three-piece suit. There you go. So. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. <laughs> well, is there anything I didn't ask about or anything that wasn't mentioned? I know we're we're approaching the the end of this time. I don't want don't to leave this call because it's been great. But is there anything I didn't ask about or we didn't mention? Sherry, do you have any... Other questions or closing words? I, I appreciate this. Has been an amazing show, and we hardly ever we didn't even mention the show Survivor hardly at all, and that's awesome. So. <laughs> you know what? Something I do want to mention really quick for those that are interested in learning more about the event, you can visit celebrationtownsensor.com/events. Mm-hmm. And if you scroll down on the page, you'll see the Hearts of Reality um, icon on the calendar, August 11th through 14th. And you can click on that and learn more. And you can see all the reality people that are going to be attending this year and lots of faces that haven't been announced yet. So, um, again, it's celebrationtowncenter.com to donate or learn more about the event. So everyone is mm-hmm. welcome to check that out. Celebrationtowncenter.com. Yeah, and yeah. you can make, make it even simpler. It's heartsreality.com. Oh, easy. there we go, girl. <laughs> easy, <laughs> people. It's easy. <laughs> cool, cool. It was wonderful talking to you guys. I love Hearts of Reality. I love Give Kids the World, and there is nothing I would be more excited to, that I'm more excited to be a part of. So thank you guys for including me in this. Well, thank you yes, so much thank you for so being much on. for allowing us to talk about Give Kids the World and, you know, for being involved in this event. And like I said, you know, I know, Mike, you've been a part of this event for so many years, and we will miss you this year. But thank you so much for all of your support now and, you know, mm-hmm. for all you've ever done. So thank you. No problem. And if I win the Powerball, I keep trying, and you guys will get a nice chunk of change. So don't worry. We'll see if that ever happens. But I'll <laughs> do what I can. I, it's on it. I guarantee there will be a seven-figure check if I win the Powerball or an eight-figure check. So. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll see. I was just five numbers away last time, so we'll see what happens. Oh, that's <laughs> closer than I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? I didn't get anything <laughs> with that one. <laughs> well, thank you, ladies. Thank, thank you, you thank so, you so much. much, Magic Mike. Yep. Alrighty. <laughs> <laughs> thank you again. And thank Leah, you. if you Bye-bye. if you do if you do um get a clip or if you would like to make one, just let me know. You can follow me on Twitter or the Rad Reality Show, or contact okay. me through Mike either way, and we'll be more than happy to play a clip for you for the rest of you know this year. Um, and for subsequent years as well. Just 
that is know, wonderful. If you want to make the clip or if you want us to, whichever way you want to do it. But mm-hmm. we'd be more than happy to support um, your event in any way we can. So just Thank let us so know, much. and we'll play that clip on every show we do um, from now until the event. So be happy Thank to you do that so for you. And the fans will oh, have to listen to me pleasure. talk. That'll be a good filler. I mean, it's good to have that so they don't have to hear me ramble about this <laughs> move and this idol and whatever. So. <laughs> That's funny. Well, thank you. We will certainly do that. All right. Please. Well, thank you, ladies, so much for joining us tonight. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I'll talk to you guys yeah. soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Good night. Wow, what I need a great to, that, night. This has been phenomenal. I, 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 and that's some opportunity. I'd love to, you know, Jillian's plug the event. I don't really have direct knowledge. It always conflicts with a campus event, and I feel like a heel that I've I've never been to Reality Rally, but I, I support it. I know my, John and his and Steve Pickett, who Kelly mentioned, and one of our other friends, Rick Fortin have helped dominate at the Amazing Race component of that event. They've raised a lot of money, so it's it's near and dear to my heart. I've never been there. So. <laughs> yeah, and believe me, these two events that you've promoted tonight are incredible events. Um, certainly mm-hmm. not taking anything away from either one of those. I would love to be at either one of them. Yeah. And travel is just very difficult for me right now, but yeah, I support them both and really, really would love to attend. Um, anything that's out of driving range for me is a little difficult right now, but, man, what I love we're to be up there about that cause we're, the, the next one I want to promo might be a, more feasible for you. So that yes. hopefully I can yes. get something going that with the, the promo show. So I plan on being at that one. My husband and I okay. have already discussed it, and... I plan on being at that one, so okay. that's close enough to me that we can drive. That's only about five yeah. hours away. I hope I can get Tasha to talk. She's not, you know, the most forward person, but I hope uh, I've been involved with almost all of her events and tried to help, so I'll I'll help guide the conversation, but I, I want to give her the opportunity to uh, promo that with the, just the promo of Season 32, which will be next week. I'm trying to line up. Um, a guest, if we can, uh, or maybe multiple guests, people from previous Blood, be- or, uh, blood. Yeah, there'll be some of that from the promo, but Reigns, Beauty, and Braun, the, the original season in Cagayan, um, I'm still reaching out to some people to see if they want to come on and talk about their experience and then this new incarnation of BBB2. So. Yes. Sounds like it's going to be a very interesting season. You know, because it was in the can before Second Chances, I think there's um, spoilers out about it already. Yeah, there's a lot of milling about it. I've really really tried to avoid the only spoiler I will say is uh, last week I got to meet three of the girls, Michelle, Anna, and uh, Julia, so now my count's up to 431, but they were phenomenal and that was the event i'll see if i can get andrea or meg to, to, i don't know if they talked about it on michelle's show did that already happen i don't want to cross promote what's already been promoted no, and already occurred. No. okay 
I'll reach out to uh, Andrea and maybe Michelle can talk to to Meg. I don't know if I assume they'll do another event for the Arthritis Foundation. They just did it, so they probably don't even know a date yet. Um, but once we know, I'll I'd be love I'd love to have them come on and talk about their event too because I had an amazing time at that as well. So yeah, Meg is scheduled to come on to Manic Monday, um, I believe, in the next week or so. Yeah, so she's on there. If they're not going to talk about the event, which I imagine they will, but if for some reason they don't, uh, they're more than welcome to tag team and, you know, talk about it here. So whatever we can do to help, you know, the network and each other's shows. So. Yeah, I'd I'd love to have them come on uh, and talk about New York. I I even mentioned that um, when I saw their event, I said that was, absolutely going to be an event that turns into an annual event because of the turnout they got. Um, oh, the autograph signing alone was crazy. It was, we were there early and it was, I've not seen a crowd like that in a, at an event like this forever. I just, uh, maybe it's New York city, but there were so many people that came out and wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I mean, and, and look how many reality stars they got to attend. Yeah, and that's with the first year. And I only knew about it for about a month, or a little over a month. And that the stuff now they've got a year to get things, you know, together and uh, getting people there, flight sponsorship maybe from fans or whatever. It's it's going to be a a big annual event, I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah, I see that one is turning out to be a definite annual event. Um, they had such great success with it, so. Mm-hmm. I well, I'll reach out to Andrea, and if Meg's doing Michelle's thing, maybe I'll deal with Andrea and see if she wants to talk about how successful her event was. So that's, Would I've got some homework to do. Yeah, let me, let me think, reach out to Andrea. I think mostly um, Meg's going to be coming on Michelle's show to talk about reality rally. So Okay. Um, I'm sure we'll talk some about the New York City event, but there's going to be two guests on, I believe, that night. So I don't know how much time we'll have to talk about it. So uh definitely I can make more time both on of those, this. definitely have them have them one or both of them join us and we'll spend as much time as possible talking about New York City. I'll, yeah. I'll promote all of the charity events. I love it. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> all about the charity events, though. It's an amazing and like, thing, and it's, it's just hard to describe. Yeah. Like any of them, um, if they want to do a promo uh, clip, I'll I'll play any promo clips I can do um, on every show we do so that you know, they get plenty of airtime and people know about their event. You know, that's what mm-hmm. we're here for. Um, get the word out and get them money for their events and get people to attend and be part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Mike, thank you so much for bringing these people on tonight. It was a great show. We learned so much yeah. about these events. My pleasure. I'm I'm glad to help with all the events. I, I love it. So, And next week, 
will be the the preview or the pre the pre show to Survivor, right? Yep, season thirty-two. I, I, I'm going to mangle the pronunciation of where they were for both seasons. So they're back in Cambodia. It's it's uh, Brains Beauty Brawn two, and we've got eighteen new cast members to talk about. One of which is familiar to the Big Brother fans, and another one that's familiar to NBA fans. And I've met three of the women, and they were phenomenal. And I can't wait to meet the other fifteen in May. So. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that next Thursday night. And you haven't you haven't said the the survivor name yet because I'm wondering how it's pronounced. Uh, I had to, let me pull up Wikipedia. I will try to sound uneducated and let me see if they have a phonetic <laughs> pronunciation of it. Yeah, it's rolling like. <laughs> Co-Long, or maybe? Co- something Co-Long. like that. Yeah. Well, if you look at the... It's from Korong, Cambodia, so I think it might be... Um, I don't know exactly what that those accents mean. I will, I'll put it in some phonetic things, and we will make sure we refer to it in the appropriate fashion, for sure. I don't want to <laughs> pronounce anything wrong, but they're back in Cambodia, and from the preview... It looks like there's going to be some major injuries and all kinds of uh, excitement. So, and I can't wait to see what happens. Yes, it's going to be an absolute exciting season. So, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap this one up for tonight. Make sure you're here with us on Monday for another great Manic Monday show. That's at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. Back here again Thursday with Mike and the Mike also at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central. We're going to wrap this one up for tonight. We're going to close it out with Ryan, as we always do. Thank you all so much for being here with us. Take care. Have a great weekend. Be kind to each other out there. Here's Ryan to take us out for the night. God bless. Here we go. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. bless you and thank you for listening to the show and it was a great one it was a great show we learned a lot about a couple of really good charity events that all reality mm-hmm. fans need to know about yep oh yeah this is a wrap say good night Mike good night good night all take care have a great weekend that's it